Hello everyone and welcome to the Internet's Breath. I'm Jonathan and I welcome you to come along my journey to interview the people of the internet, asking them questions I have in front of me today. We have Mike with us. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it, um, you know, what? I'm, we're just going to jump off the uh, deep dive here. What is your favorite pizza topping? Well, it's actually kind of funny because uh, listening to some earlier episodes of yours, you kind of <laughs> talked about how corn came up. And believe it or not, that's actually one of my favorites that I haven't had in a long time. But, but would you say that's your, like, the favorite? Mm, top uh, number two. I think my number one would probably be... Um, I don't think, because I, I, <laughs> I can't really do cheese, so cheese is kind of out the door. You do five shows. I, I think I think just a just a pepperoni pizza is is cool by me. Just real simple. It still it still upsets me that corn is your number two. Um, I, you know, I'm not. That no, that's still not great. Um, which is actually really interesting because I I still have yet to try the corn, and now I have two people who. Would you suggest it? I would, because it, um, it was very interesting. The first time I actually found it was uh, we took a family trip out to Hungary about 13, 14 years ago. And yeah, walking around in this little village called Chapron, we discovered it, it was literally sitting in the window because like to, to invite people. And yeah, we're all kind of like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. well, yeah, we, we popped in there. We got a slice and I would very much recommend it. It, it adds a very interesting textural to, to the pizza. That is, that's so interesting. What, what specific, like if I, if I were to go up to a, like a pizza place, what, what pizza with its toppings, you know, what, what, what would I order to fully experience the corn and all its glory? I think uh, just a simple meat or, cause I'm trying to think when we had it, it was a long time ago, but mm -hmm. I would definitely do it with stuff, maybe like a pepperoni, sausage, kind of a little more meat. I think I've never had corn just by itself, okay. but I, I think with some other stuff, it would add, it would kind of would kind of bring out a nice sweetness as corn does. Okay, so I don't like plugging my other things, but you know, maybe check out my vlogs. There might be a link in the description. I, I'm gonna have to try this corn now. I, I have <laughs> to. I can't have two people suggesting it. I already told. Uh, I already told them that I was going to do it. So now I have to. You really put the nail in the coffin. I'm blaming you. I want you to know that. You're welcome. All right. So what is on your bucket list this year? Well, year and year and year and every year continuously, going to Japan is always at the top. Okay. And and even and before that, uh, starting a podcast was actually on my on my bucket list and i already started that Ooh, so japan's number two exactly so what what about japan specifically is making you want to go well it started with when i was a kid i was really big into uh obviously sushi and and at the sushi joint me and my dad used to go to all the time they had um they would always play sumo wrestling from live from tokyo so i i love watching sumo wrestling and then it led into being a sumo wrestling fan all these years, dad got tickets to see sumo wrestling live for the first time in the United States in Las Vegas. And that was about 16 years ago. And 
and just the more I've learned about Japanese culture and and everything considered and just the people, it just seems it, it seems like a fun place to spend about two weeks or even just a week. That is that is wildly interesting because you know here in America, I, I would never have thought an American would be fascinated with sumo wrestling, but I guess that's I, well, you've proven me wrong, obviously. Um, wow. And I think last episode we were talking about like culture. Japan is probably if I were to uh, thinking in terms of a bucket list, because I have to answer these as well. It's mm-hmm. it's like my first thing on my bucket list is I want to feel that I am a success to me. I want to feel successful under my own terms, um, because a lot of. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, what, what does that look like to you? Exactly. It, it's a lot of people have like, well, what is success? How do you measure success? But I don't think it's something you can set a goal to, but rather it's something you feel, if that makes sense. And so, uh, well, <clears throat> go sorry. ahead. No, I was going to say, I've, I very much feel that. I think I think success is not something that can be easily measured it's like you said, it's, it's a feeling. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> while I may feel successful about today, I mean, like, uh, you know, a number of people could watch this more than the same time period for the other episodes. And then I would feel I would feel uh, successful. And so I think I I want to do that. Um, but like number two or number three bucket list. I don't know if I can really consider this to be a yearly bucket list, but eventually I would like to go and this is directly relating to what I said in last episode about culture and stuff is that I like Japan is probably one of like if I could go anywhere, Japan just for its culture is probably number 1 to experience just because it's so vastly different from American culture. Very um, much so. And like, quote unquote, American culture has like 50 other cultures inside of it, uh, 50 states. Uh, and so it's, you know, you can um, it's a mess. But, you know, like I would like to go visit Japan, probably number one, uh, two would probably somewhere uh, somewhere in the Middle East uh, reading. Really? Yeah. Reading the book, The Alchemist, uh, it's based around Spain and the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's very philosophical and knowing <clears throat> from what I've learned about uh, about the Middle East and how they view respect, honesty, um, how their cultural how their culture is structured, social structures. I'm not talking about like go visiting Dubai, though I would like to visit Dubai. Um, Me too. But it, it's like I want to go to like that small town that has such rich culture and history. So somewhere in the Middle East would probably be number two. Like three and three through twenty is probably on the in the even base. Um, so it's like every everybody else is number three. Um, but yeah, that that's probably. That's where I would like to go just to visit the culture and architecture. I, I was going to say, I, I do very much recommend doing a mix of the 
really high capacity touristy places, but at the same time finding these small little villages. Yeah. Kind of going back kind of going back to what I was saying in Hungary, we stayed in this little tiny village called Chapron. Yeah, it was just it was just filled with with just regular people just just literally just working their their little lives and it was such a quiet little town. It was such a fun little place. We found this great little grocery store. But at the same time, we also had a lot of fun in the in the big mecca that is Budapest. Mm-hmm. You know, walking all throughout the bridges, checking out the food. Like I said, I I very much recommend both sides of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I recommend for anyone, um, you know, I don't want these episodes to be a repeat, but... <laughs> Basically, you know, go try to experience as, as culture as you can, even if it's just going down the road. Um, and, you know, between city and country life here in America is so much different uh, between like, you know, in Europe, especially. I mean, you, you can go five feet and uh, figure out a different culture and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, how do you feel? about sharing your password with a partner? That's a good question. I, uh, my wife and I are very, are very different in a lot of the ways we do things. Like, we kind of do our own things. But it's... I have no idea how to answer that question because it's like, it, immediately I want to say, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to share anything with anybody. It's my stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's kind of like that, that deep down husband thing of, you know, well, what do I have to hide? That's mm-hmm. uh, a very interesting question. Thank you. It's not mine. <laughs> so <laughs> you're thanking whoever made this. But <laughs> I, I think um, as far as like sharing a password, it wouldn't be that difficult for me. Um, and I'm going to beat around the bush. Uh, my password is how you would say similar across all, uh, platforms. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not that great in that. I mean, it's like, you know, it it beats the standard, but also I don't want to admit like beat the standard 30 different times because then it's like 30 different passwords. And then, you know, like Google Chrome and password managers will protect it. Sure. Yeah. But when you lose that password, to your Google Chrome, it's you can get it back pretty easily. Google's pretty good about that, but it, it's still so annoying, and yeah. it, it's not something that I, I necessarily recommend. Uh, like I love Google, but also Google's a a very big company who can very easily switch a couple switches and you know kind of destroy a lot of things. Um, so. I they actually made a uh, bank account Chase. I think Google and I think it's Chase. It might be someone else is partnering up to make a Google bank. And it's mm-hmm. like how many things was like there was like Google Photos, Google Gmail, YouTube, Google itself, um, Maps, and now banking. They have a health app, um, games, Google Stadia. Like there's gonna be a point where Google's going to be in every aspect of your life. And I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I'm the biggest advocate for technology. Yes, let's go get it. But also, that's a lot of that's a lot for one person to own. And I'm not necessarily all for that. Um, but that was a, such a side tangent. Um, passwords. Yeah, I would share it. Um, it's. I'm I'm a very upfront person. So it's not like mm-hmm. I'm it's not like I'm not hiding anything. It's probably like they know what I'm hiding already. Um, 
Not that there's much, but it's like, right. you know, it, it. I would like kind of mm-hmm. equate it to like, hey, what's your Sam's Club account password, right? Or like, what's your Amazon Prime? And it's like, you know, at that point, if you're married, you know, you're probably combining some of those things anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it wouldn't financially doesn't really make too much sense to separate those accounts. Um, right. I don't know. I would share it, but like, I, I can't think of a situation where I'd be like, no, my password's my password. Every, everybody has their own view. Well, yeah, that's the point. Do you, yep. do you disagree? <laughs> no, I've no, I very, I very much agree. No, it was, it was actually my 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 brain kind of sidetracked back to the original kind of Google conversation, and I was thinking I've I've always had this joke for years saying everything is going to be owned by Disney. And when you told me a lot of stuff that Google owns, the I think I think the final world war is going to be between Disney and Google about who can buy who. Yeah, Disney, Google, Microsoft. Um, I don't consider Apple in the running because like Disney could crush them and i think google could do effective though apple's making a really good move right now i i do not like apple i hate apple uh from a uh from like a foundation standpoint um mm-hmm. of like hardware not necessarily like their mm-hmm. software is beautiful but like everyone's mm-hmm. like oh you want to be a graphic designer get an apple product no get a get a get a computer because you can upgrade and plus like the capacity, like everything's evolving anyway. Um, Apple's making a really good move, which I think is really going to win over a lot of older people is that they're releasing a lot of privacy protection within their apps or within their uh, um, phones. And oh, wow. They they're uh, I don't know if you have access to advertisements because once, once you, like, phase out advertisements, you're, like, you kind of forget some things exist. And, like, you mm-hmm. hear another advertisement. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll say, I'll say it's a thing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, but similar with Apple. And I, I was watching TV with uh, a couple of people. And then I saw an Apple advertisement. And they're, like, they're making a huge advertisement uh, campaign against uh, selling privacy. And like they're they're making a huge statement for protecting people's privacy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is extremely interesting. No, so. privacy is privacy is very important, especially like <clears throat> I don't remember which which one it was, but I remember the it was like a big story after like a big terrorist attack. The FBI wanted access to his phone and. It was either Apple or one of the big main was like was like no you need to have this and that and it's it became a whole thing and it mm. just raised it raised a whole basket full of questions. So, um, do like I think privacy is important, yes, but I think everyone's lost it already, and that's something extremely hard to get back. Um, Very much so, because like it's like, you know, talking to my grandparents, um. They're like, ooh, your phone's watching you. I'm like, yeah. So? They're like, well, I don't want my phone to know about me. I was like, okay. But, like, you don't want personalized advertisements that are best to what you're interested in? You don't want, like, Google or Apple. Well, I don't know about too much about Apple. But you don't want Google to show you news that you know you're going to enjoy. 
right? Like, I hate mm-hmm. that, but also I love it. I hate it because it's creating a lot of polarization because you only see one-sided things most of the time. Uh, exactly. And, and like, in that aspect, I hate it, but also it's it's pleasing the viewer. Uh, it's pleasing the 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 customer. Well, cu- quote unquote customer, not really. Um, and it's like, you know, to that extent, yeah, okay, it's good. But also, you know, you're you're shaping generations of opinions where everybody is right, nobody can be wrong, and the other side is the devil. And I yeah. find it I find it that that's not the statement. That's that's what I'm equating it to. That's not what I think they're um and it's like talking to some uh, people, they're like, yeah, yeah, this, 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 uh, they're wrong on this, this, this. And I'll go to the other people and they'll say the exact same thing. This is where I hate being a centralist because you can like poke hole in everybody and then everybody hates you and it's not great, but it's funny. Um, no, you, 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 you make a very good point. I'm I kind of can hearing the word centralist was very interesting. I, I think, I think that's actually what I do consider myself because I've realized I have some conservative views on things and I have some and I have some liberal views on others. And I think I think that's a perfect word. And yeah, you're you're very right. Being in the middle, listening to, yes, this guy is this guy is wrong. Why? Okay. And then you listen to that guy. Okay, the other guy's wrong. Why? And you and yeah, it's it, it creates a whole headache within itself because you're I think because we're still trying to keep our own stance of kind of mm-hmm. being in the neutral ground. Yeah. But at the same time, but while also trying to listen to other people's views and yeah, it's, it, it's a thing. It's so frustrating. And like probably prime example is like you go to someone and they're like, well, they made up the news. They made up these facts. They made up whatever A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. I don't care. And then I'll go to the other side and like, well, they made up these facts. They made up A, B, C. I'm like, you guys are saying the exact same thing, but about each other, but you don't see it doing your you don't see yourself doing it because i think the news makes up you know they're providing to their audience they're they're feeding the the uh people i mean they're doing quote unquote their jobs what gives them the most money and i just want to release like a website and there's probably a website somewhere out there like i just want to like and I'm, i'm gonna call it the the facts even though everything's called the facts so it's gonna be really misleading um and just like straight facts, uh, this is what happened. This is what we know. Uh, feel free to speculate, whatever, right? But the facts don't change. The person was six foot. The person had a hat. You can speculate whatever you want from that, but we're not going to tell you what to think, right? Yes. Uh, and it's like I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent against the media. Um, I, I typically try to play the devil's advocate on everything, but it's, it's too much. It's creating polarization. And I did a, I did a paper about, uh, technology where it's literally technology is the best thing to happen to humanity. It's also the worst thing to happen to humanity because everything it does good. It also most of the time does wrong. And so yes. it, it's it's like you you can flip it on every single everything every single thing you could probably flip the coin and be like well this is also bad 
well, yeah, but it's also good. And so it's like, what? It's it's a losing battle. I, I've stepped yeah. out a while ago. <laughs> but I was gonna but I was also gonna say it's like you can all you can also you can all I think you can also equate the same thing to about everything else. You yeah. know, not nothing nothing is truly altruistically good, nothing is altru- altruistically bad. You know, as as my dad would often say, it's like everything in moderation, you know? Yeah. Not not enough water. That's just, that's that's dehydration. Too much water is drowning. Yeah. You know. But I, but I do I do think you make a good point. Technology has done wonderful things for society. It has helped us make leaps and bounds, but a lot of the things that people have done with technology has also sent a lot of our population back a few years. Yeah. It's if my, if my ramblings make any sense. <laughs> no, no, um, completely makes sense. It's it's uh, I could I could make an entire separate podcast just based on this this alone. Um, it is oh boy, it, it's it's very interesting. Um, and there's probably a few podcasts out there that that have uh, similar focuses. So probably. Yeah. If a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? And we're going to assume Aladdin Disney uh, rules. That would be, what is it? Uh, no bringing back from the dead. Yep. No, no making you fall in love. No killing people and you can't wish for more wishes. Right. Uh I have actually thought about this question many times and just in my in my current kind of physical health, which isn't which isn't bad, but not great. Mm. I would certainly wish a because I, I have scoliosis. So my first wish would be to have a straighter spine. And I think that would solve at least 70 percent of my problems. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think number two would probably be. I forgot. I forgot. Are you are you allowed to wish for are you are you not allowed to wish for money or. You can wish for money. Okay, then I then I definitely wish for that. But I would actually do good things with the money because I've I've talked with my friends for years that if I ever hit the big jackpot, I'm taking all my friends out for a for a huge steak. Mm-hmm. Hey, some, are we I friends? Some, I, I love yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would also do some 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 narcissistic stuff with it, but never mm-hmm. never with evil intentions. Mm-hmm. Then the third. I don't know. I think I think in the current state, I think I think my third wish would just be getting my wife a better car. Yeah, going back to the original thing, I, I forgot about the money thing. I could just get my wife a new car right then and there. Yeah. Then, I don't know. Maybe maybe in just true Disney fashion, the third would just be the setting the dis the 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 genie free. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would. Uh, so one, I, I feel like like oh, if a genie granted you three wishes, it's like it's similar to winning the lottery. Just give me the money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wish number one, money. Um, you know, I would probably, you know, I I would retire my grandparents with the money. I would uh, provide college funds for my uh, nieces and nephews. Very and, nice. You know, uh, it would it, like the money would spill over to surrounding. I would make a village. 
I would make a village. Um, I would donate it to specific, um, specific charities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, provide mission support for uh, missionaries abroad. And, you know, I'm happy. Like, what else? Like, my uh, probably the biggest thing that I could equate what I would give my uh, success to is helping other people. Now that I've done that, I, I don't really need the other two wishes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, oh, money can't buy happiness. No, it can to a certain extent. Um, you know, maybe uh, a wish I might use is become a successful content creator. Uh, that is one of my goals. That is a that is something I want to do, not for the sake of oh, I'm an idiot on YouTube, uh, but for the sake of those people have a lot of power to do a lot of good. I actually, no, but speaking back to Aladdin, I had an idea. You know the song "A Friend Like Me." Yeah, I love that song. I want to make a parody called "A Creator Like Me." <laughs> da, da, da. Ain't never had a creator like me. And like, I could make it work. You know, bring up other creators, you know, production. We could do it. I could do it. Uh, (laughs) I would support that 100%. Just the idea I have in my head is amusing. (laughs) Like, I I actually been thinking about the last few days. I was like, I want to, you know, I'm going to be doing a charity live stream here soon with a couple of friends. And I was thinking, you know, what if we did a big charity live stream with every community member on the face of the planet. And I was thinking, how would we do that? You know? And I had an idea. What if? Hear me out. And this could be, Uh hey, you guys are getting insider information. If I call what's about to happen in a year or three, maybe I get populator. Populator. Popular. Who knows? Um, Is that I would go around on my vlogging channel and contact every creator in the area, on the globe, and be like, hey, you want to make a painting? And then on their channel and on my channel, I'm just going to go around the country. You know, it's going to be hidden, right? This is a hidden project. Nobody's going to know the overall goal. And I'm just going to acquire these paintings with people. And Mm -hmm. we're just going to go around painting. And then, and like maybe, you know, like go to a sports caster and be like, hey, you know, you want to make a football? Or hey, you want to... um." sign a a basketball goal or or something or a golf club or you know and like or like an engine block or a a a car and then i'm gonna just acquire all these items and then the biggest live stream in the world i we're just gonna auction them off for charity so then i'm just like an auction uh, a blind auction it'd be like hey go to the website and then I'm going to create a video of every like person that I, I was with. And then that's that's going to be the live stream. Uh, and it's it's all going to be for charity. And then hopefully by like, you know, you get the car enthusiasts in there. You get the sports enthusiasts. You get the the gamers, the the media, the uh, beauty and the health. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you get all these things because it's like, hey, I want that car. It's it's for charity. Right. And so basically you have this massive auction for charity. That's my idea. 
No, that sound that sounds awesome. I, especially if you could undertake it and get so many different people involved. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just like just like the previous thing we talked about, the idea in my have or the idea in my head is very is very interesting to me, and I I support it one hundred percent. That sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, and realistically, to have a successful charity, all you have to do is raise one dollar. Um, That's a very good point. You know, like go to Markiplier, make a painting with him. Go to PewDiePie, make a painting with him, and, and like just as many communities as I can touch. Just do something that's related to them, and then bring like have. Hopefully, they'll support and be like, "Hey, on this date, release this video pointing everybody to this live stream," and then on that live stream. We're going to reveal, hey, this is a giant auction. You know, that's been in, in the works for like a year. So that sounds awesome. That's that. Hope, oh, yeah. Yeah. Someday in, in the in the future. Maybe. Who knows? If you're listening to this podcast, then who knows? Maybe. Maybe it's already happened and people are researching this podcast. Like, wow, this guy had this idea for a long time. We found this podcast in a in a memory stick buried deep, <laughs> buried deep beneath the earth. Oh, this is going up on like Spotify. It, this is going to be on servers. It's going to be impossible to take down if I want to keep it a secret. But who knows? <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think about when you are by yourself? The simple answer is everything and nothing. I will. Okay. There are so many times I will be sitting on the couch or driving to work or just anywhere. And there will either be a million random thoughts or absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I can never really name anything in particular. It actually kind of drives my wife nuts because her mind is constantly going. Oh with yeah. Specific thoughts. And so, yeah, when I'm when I'm driving and I'm just kind of staring off into space, I mean, paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, she looked at me. And she's like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, nothing. She's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, really? Just nothing in particular. You know, the, the like the it was like a flash media of like people interviewing their wives or husbands. And they're like, what are you thinking about? Nothing. They're like we we literally have the capacity to think about nothing. We literally can do that. Nothing is something we can think about. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's very, it's hard to realize that literally it's nothing. Um, I can understand this and I can understand the other side because specific reason is that I, I grew up, uh, if you choose the right place and time with five women, uh, I have a lot of, uh, friends that are women. Uh, it's just kind of the group I hang out with. It just happened that way. And so I, I can understand the idea of like, how can you think about nothing? But also as being a guy, I can think about nothing. Um, And it's the weirdest thing. I forget the comedian's name, but it's like, you know, if you, if you went into the living room of your mind, like a woman, a woman's mind is like boxes flying all all over the place. Notes of information. Everything's flying everywhere. It's like a, a sweat factory. But then in a guy's mind, it's like a couch uh, with a TV and that's it. And so it, it was it was a really funny uh, comedy bit. But it's accurate to, to a certain extent. It's accurate. 
Um, it's, I, no, it's a, it's extremely accurate because because like I because like I mentioned, my wife she just out, just outside of being a busy person, she also has um, she has a lot of uh, not mental issues, but she she has she has physical brain stuff. So just her brain is constantly together. Mm-hmm. Her brain is constantly thinking about every little thing. It's like, even yeah. when one thing is done, it will just move on to a complete whole nother list. And, um, and c- kind of think, I, I can't think of the comedian that did that, but I swear I've heard that it's, it almost seems like either George Carlin or Bill Hicks, but those could both be completely wrong. Oh, probably Carlin. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's real funny. And, and so to answer this question personally, I, I pace, um, when I'm like thinking and I, I have nothing like that I'm doing because I, you know, listen to music, play games, uh, record podcasts. I do writing mm-hmm. for a big project, yada, yada. So I'm a busy person. I get I, I'm doing quite a bit. Um, but when I'm not doing anything and I'm, I'm just thinking, I, I stand up, uh, put in my earbuds of music, you know, blare, blare it to an unreasonable amount that will kill my ears in the future. Don't worry. I'm self-aware. And <laughs> and I, I walk back and forth nonstop uh for sometimes it's about like five hours out of a day i'll be standing walking back and forth uh and typically when i'm in that quote-unquote mode i'm typically thinking a lot about the future Mm -hmm. and about uh scenarios situations what would i do if this 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 you know if i was a superhero what would happen yada 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 it's never really about the past it's never really about what's happening right now it's always about the future. And uh, sometimes, you know, and I know I, I overthink 98% of the things. And the fact that I said 98%, 100% of the things I overthink. Um, and it's like, it, it's to the extent where like, you know, if I know I'm going to hang out with someone, uh, I typically have like 28 different scenarios of like, okay, well, this could happen, this, 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 uh, we could do this, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so it happened, I had a friend coming over and I, I wanted to impress, you know, lady mm-hmm. was coming over. You, you want to impress? Yeah. In my mind, I had the endi- entire day planned out to the minute, to the extent that I knew when we were going to walk outside, there was going to be a sunset on the farm. And it was a sight to behold to the minute, to the second. Wow. Um, and, you know, to a certain extent, that's it's a, it's a good thing to have. But also sometimes it's really bad because it inadvertently it makes assumptions about some things. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I would like to say that I, I, I could think good enough that, you know, I, I can mimic what the other person would do. But ultimately, you'd never really know. Uh, very true and it's a mistake i make often i know it's a problem don't worry anyway so i'm pacing for like five hours a day probably that's probably maximum around um Mm -hmm. and it's like you know i'm a big person and people are like you don't have a really healthy lifestyle i was like well i pace for five hours constantly nonstop. you put a watch on me and i'll do more exercise than you do in three days um, it just because like, it's, it's a thing. So that's what I think about when I'm by myself. Yeah. That was that's long. very interesting. Kind of yeah. going off the, uh, the pacing. I, um, 
I'm actually a teacher, and it's funny you say that because even even I still have my Fitbit on from work. And what is it today? Yeah, uh, yeah I have I have twelve thousand five hundred and three steps. Nice. So like, oh, trust me, my my body is destroyed by the end of the day, <laughs> but I feel very good about my exercise output. I I gotta get I gotta get a Fitbit. I really do. I um or like some like I want the Galaxy Active Watch because the front of it turns. Like, you know how, like, they have those, like, ridges on the top on the outside frame? Mm-hmm. That turns and controls it, and it feels like you're, like, Sean Connery in, like, a... Uh... James Bond movie? Yeah, James Bond movie. It's so cool, and I really want it. Also, because Rainbow Six Siege, they have a character that does that. Um, I want I want one of those. It's in progress. Don't worry about it. Sorry, <laughs> my cat just knocked something down. <laughs> She needs attention, but no, uh, the, the only reason I got a Fitbit was because I've been being a teacher, kind of being lower in money. I've, I've always wanted the new cool smartwatch and mm. I've gotten, I've gotten a few less, lesser known, very, very kind of like I call dollar store quality, mm. um, smart watches. And then I was finally able to afford one and it does everything I've wanted it to. Cause I'm, I'm a very big guy myself too. Trust me, I am. I I understand. I understand about the lifestyle. There is, there is so much I need to change about my own. I did not get this because I'm a fitness nut. I literally got this so I can so I can respond to text messages while I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, I uh, personally within my family, I am the tech guru. Um, you could also t- call me the tech goblin um, because <laughs> I acquire everyone's technology whether they admit it or not it, it's gonna make its way to me in some way shape or form um my brother-in-law had aftershock headphones that are bone conduction earbuds oh wow that they're, they're high-end uh they're probably still high-end i don't think they came out with a new model yet mm-hmm and he's like, oh, yeah, I love these things. I'm never going to give them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three days later, I got them. Uh, <laughs> um, not, I didn't steal them. He knows I have them. Uh, he gave them to me as a gift. Because, you know, if I set my mind, to, you know, I'm going to acquire everyone's tech one way or another uh, within my family. I also have a lot of my own tech. And I probably... Uh, you know, as like a digital footprint, you know, I have a very large one. Um, and, you know, that's just something I grew up with. It's something I'm interested in. Uh, it's also, you know, uh, double majoring in game design and animation. It's I kind of have to be updated, you know, uh, because yeah. as those things evolve, my technology has to evolve with it. And so, uh, Grandma, if you're watching, uh, thank you for my laptop. It's really helpful. Um, <laughs> because it's, it's a graphic design laptop. Uh, and yeah. do you know anything about computers? I know a very, I know a little bit, uh, my dad worked for Intel for, for many, many years. So I was kind of, Ooh. he was, he was often kind of telling me about the, the latest tech that was coming out, but I'm not like in the know, like I can't, I, you could hold up three different processor cards and I would just go, yeah, they all look nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not like to that extent where they're like, oh, yeah, I got the RTX 360 with the, the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how? I guess if you love it enough, it, it makes sense. Because then 
I say, like, how do you know that that random information and like random specifications? But if you ask me anything about Rainbow Six Siege, I'll be able to answer it without thinking. Uh, so I know what it feels like to be on that side of things. Um, everyone has their thing of like they know a lot about it. Um, Absolutely. My 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 big thing is music, and it kind of drives my wife nuts because like I'll be rambling off. What is it? Just like oh, this guitarist he did this with this amplifier and this guitar, and she's just standing there going, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, okay. My I don't uh, care. <laughs> my uncle makes guitars. Um, oh, not, nice. not professionally, but as a hobby, and so cool. I want to team up with him and make a epoxy guitar. Interesting. Yeah, they're they're really cool. Um, I I plan on doing that sometime. I actually own ten instruments myself. Um, though I don't consider myself a musician, but I have ten instruments. It's really it's back it's it's going forwards backwards it's okay, so yeah. Um, I was gonna say don't feel bad. I I have I have fiddled with so many instruments throughout my time. I've I've always told myself it's like I should really sit down and learn this instrument. And I I'm almost thirty and I still haven't. I mm. I bought myself a very professional guitar and I I know like chords and stuff like that, but I don't really. There's a lot <laughs> of stuff I don't know. Is it, with this whole pandemic stuff, I've just taken on the philosophy of, oh, does it spark joy? Yes. Then I'm going to run with it. <laughs> I've, um, my main instrument is a tuba and trumpet. Uh, Very cool. Th- those are my main instruments. I never really got into strings, um, though I want to. I An instrument I really want to own is a bass, uh, wood bass, woodwind, wood instrument. What are they, what is it called? You're, ta- you're talking about like one of, the, one of those big stand bases, or yeah, yeah, big cool. wooden one. I want one of those. They're so cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it, but I want it. <laughs> uh, I uh, one of my goals in life is to play every instrument I can uh, and learn at least basics on it. Uh, currently mm-hmm. on piano, we're going beyond basics because. I feel like it, it, anyone listening to this, if you have a child of some sort, probably the best instrument to get them into a beginner is piano. Hands down. You can argue with me, but you're not going to win. Here's the reason why. Piano, once you know piano, playing any other instrument is easy by comparison. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, I don't know all the instruments, and I know some are very complicated. But learning staff, bars, treble, and bass, and alto, there, not many people know, there's a there's three clefs, is so complicated when you're learning them. But if you just teach them piano, and like they directly equate this note is this note, and they're the same name... You know, there's not like multiple combination, well, chords and stuff. Um, yeah. But like, it's like uh, play A minor, A minor done. Where is it? It's it's uh, not A minor. Sorry, A sharp. Um, all right. Where is it on the bar? It's right there. It has a hashtag next to it. A sharp. It has a sharp right next to it. Uh, and it's like, you know where it is on the on the keyboard. You know where it is on the uh, staff. Easy. 
And then once you get into an, a different instrument, it's like, hey, can you play B? And I was like, well, uh, which one? That one. All right. Uh, and then, you know, you just press down the buttons. You have to le- relearn the buttons, but that's fine. Piano. Right. That's the first instrument I recommend. You didn't ask for it, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but as a side note, I also I also recommend that parents don't force their kids to learn it. I mean, it's like... Oh, I, no. they're, they're always, yeah. yeah, exactly, because... My parents were good enough to not do that, to not force me. And I was, but I was also the kid that like did it, did anything for like two months. I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I want to do something else now. So I think um, if you want your kid to play an instrument, you can force them without forcing them. Um, It's so uh, it's, it's nature versus nurture instruments and musical ability is. I'm going to say mostly not entirely is mostly nurture, not nature. Um, if you, if as they're young, newborn, if you involve them with music, not even like, Hey, hit this piano. No, just play a piano in front of them, play an instrument, you know, maybe have music playing in the background. You can grow them up into that lifestyle. Now, some people might say that's a little controlling. They still have the choice, but you can form their opinions before they form their opinions. It's. Um, I, I'm stepping into the territory of where it's, is this humane to do? Um, it, but it, if they're older and they're like, I don't want to play an instrument, that's fine. Don't at that point, don't force them, but you can definitely give them the opportunity to grow up in it and appreciate it. Um, no, I, I very much, I very much agree with that. My parents were, don't think they were looking for me to be a great musician or anything like that, but it's kind of a funny thing. My mom actually said that because even as an adult, I cannot sleep in total silence. And that that was obviously didn't change from when I was a kid. Mom would always have the radio on. And even when I was a baby, she told me she would mm-hmm. just have to turn the radio on. But every night she would actually turn it to a different station because she's like, well, I don't want him to get bored with it. You know, mm-hmm. like, is it like one night would be would be rock and roll. Next would be jazz. Next one would be country, you know, and just. To me, to me, there, there's something grand about a good musical education, mm-hmm. even if you don't learn an instrument, being aware of different types of music. Yeah, I um, yeah, as I said, 10 different instruments, I'm including my voice as an instrument um, because I much an instrument because I think I'm good at it. That's the only qualification I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. You know, if I ever have my own spawn, I'm going to, I don't know, because there's a lot of little things that you can do for your children to like, quote unquote, get the best outcome. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting into like Gattaca, but, um, but it's like, you know, involving them in like, you know, uh, playing instruments with them, get, giving them music. Uh, and, you know, um, like if I if I ever get the choice, my kids are going into the school that Elon Musk's kids go to. Uh, if not the same, it. no, I can't afford it. But same structure, um, because it's not based on grades. It's based upon you're smart. Do this, okay? You're smarter now. Do more. It's not hey, this is what you need to know by this age. This is your grade. You failed. A, or you you surpassed right mm-hmm. um it's based upon the child not the outcome and 
there, I I think I referenced this. If you listen to at one of the other podcast episodes, I think I mentioned it. It Elon Musk, one of his children, he has multiple children. One of his children, twelve years old, was doing an interview. I think it was with CNN or Fox, and they were like, "Well, hey, how do you feel about how smart you are?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing good." And this is while they were learning something, and mm-hmm. and then they were like, um, "Well, hey, what are you doing right now?" And it was like. Well, I'm relinquishing my power of command as a leader. This kid is 12 years old. Um, and I'm going to hand it over. I think his name was like Lucas. Or I'm going to hand it over to Lucas because when we were learning in astrology, excuse me, hold on. Um, when we were learning in astrology, uh, Lucas had a, a high capacity to think on his feet a lot better than I could. This kid was making better leadership decisions and was learning. I don't know if the word is called humility, but to pass on leadership as a 12 year old, more than most of my generation will ever learn. Yeah, I don't even think I can talk like that now. <laughs> yeah, like I did. I, well, okay. No, I don't think I could talk about it. I, th- I understand the the fact of, like, this guy's an expert. Let him do the talking uh, in his field. Uh, but I don't know if I would give him the entire leadership capacity. Uh, I would consider myself a, a, a puppeteer, right? I'm, I'm very much in the background making connections, you know, like, hey, you do this. Hey, you do this. Uh, hey, you're proficient at this. You do this. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And And, like, I'm much similar to, like, you know, somebody gives me a job, I split it up and give it to everybody else. I'm delegating the power to different people. Uh, that's that's how I work best, typically. But this kid gave up the entire leadership. And, like, I, if I can, that's the school my kids are going to. The, the structure like that. And it's, man, they're so smart. And I, I fear because they're smarter than me today. And I don't like that. But they're they're so smart. <laughs> exactly how I feel about my nephew, man. He's, he, what is it? He's, yeah, he just turned 13. And this this kid's got a fantastic head on his shoulders. And I I mean, I'm, I'm envious. But at the same time, I wish him the absolute best of luck. Like he's, mm-hmm. he can master anything he puts his mind to. And I support that wholeheartedly. Yeah, when he can pay for my retirement. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I support <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. You can't be paying for his mom's retirement first. She's got these big plans of how he's going to become a big old sports star, buy her, buy her a big old house and a big old car. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be lucky if I'm getting invited to dinner once a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, once a week. That's pretty nice. <laughs> I don't even get that now. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, yeah, you know, my kids are going to play video games because that's how I got smart. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know so much about dinosaurs. I know so much about space. I know a lot more about space than I need to know. Like, apoapsis, uh, periapsis, I could spit out a whole bunch of words that nobody's going to understand listening to this. But th- trust me, they're related to space. Um, like, for example, if you're higher in orbit you are going slower. If you're lower in orbit, you are going faster. So things that are closer to the Earth in a stable orbit, geosynchronous orbit, no, not geosynchronous, because that would defeat the purpose. 
if you're in an orbit and you're closer to the planet than something that's farther, you're going faster, right? Which would make sense. Yeah, and so, like, if you know, like, Subnautica, uh, that's why they orbited the planet. They got close to the planet, got closer, got closer, so they could go faster, and it's a, it's a very common maneuver to slingshot themselves faster into space. So they're not going to that planet. They're just using that planet to redirect them to go faster. Mm -hmm. um, I know way too much about space than I need to know because I'm not going to do anything related to space. But it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway, but that's all from playing games. That, those, that information was playing two simple games. Ark Survival Evolved, which is surprisingly accurate because I did research to see how accurate it was. And mm -hmm. Kerbal Space Program. That's it. Two two cool. video games. Playing an hour a day. And they get so much information. And here everybody just, just says they're going to turn us into violent, uh, violent, brainless morons. Yeah, I'm I'm very much against that stigma. Um. <laughs> no, I'm 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 very I'm very much the same. It's tr trust it, me. Every yeah. every time every time they point it out, I I my wife and I scoff at it. She's more of a gamer than I am, mm. but still, I've I own GTA I own GTA Five. Yeah, you know it, there are, there are weeks I'm just like I literally do the same thing over and over and over mm -hmm. again, and I and when I'm done with it, I'm like, you know what? I feel good. Mm -hmm. just, we we just I, we as people we we need that release of just you know not that not that most a large majority of us will never commit a violent act, but I'm sure mm -hmm. but I'm sure I'm, a, I'm sure it's come across our mind or just just even if you just want to just reach across the 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 table and just smack your colleague. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like um, thinking about it is so much different than doing so yes. so much different and like GTA Five. There are statistics that show that game has had no impact on kids' violentness. No impact. It that does it like all the stigma like, oh, video games make kids violent. Oh, they make them dumb. Oh, they're a waste of time. They're gonna ruin their eyeballs. Um, they're gonna ruin um their bone structure of their skull, which actually is accurate. Um, and it's actually kind of concerning. That's not a stigma. Um but it's like those aren't true. What your uh, what older generations? I mean, it's like oh, you know, go outside, play football, go play those. And it's like, what are you learning from that? What like strategic? Okay, sure. But it's like what you're. It's it's the equivalent. Instead yeah, you're, of, you're literally learning to go and hit the other guy as hard as you can mm -hmm. so you can get the ball. You know, and, you know, everyone that, like, loves sports is probably, like, hating us because we're being hypocrites. But <laughs> now you know how we feel <laughs> because it's it's our equivalent. What you like sports, I like uh, video games. Like, and equivalent, I like video games, someone else likes music, you know. Um, it's, it, it's, you know, incredibly frustrating, you know, uh, going back to, like, the news and, and all that stuff. And it's like... The, playing video games does not make you dumb. Does not no. make you more prone to violence. Uh, does not... Um, it makes you smarter. It makes you smarter. And there are, st 
there's statistics, there's facts, there's research papers. And that's another thing. Uh, research papers can easily be, okay, this is going to go immediately against my statement, but can immediately be like fake um, and like made up. Like, yeah, a doctor made it, but like, you know, sometimes people are being paid um, to certain extents. It's it's equivalent to um, the mice that GMOs give you cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that I forget the guy, he tested it on mice um, using something or other, and it's like, no GMO, they were fine. GMO, they had cancer. Every, almost every scientist on the world was like, that's wrong. That's not right information. But that did not stop the people from taking it and running with it. That didn't stop the people that wanted to believe what they wanted to believe from listening to it and being like, yeah, well, there's this research paper. It's been disproven by the science. Nope, there's a research paper. Doesn't matter. That's another thing I hate about Google. If you want something to back your case, you can find it no matter what it is. Yeah, it's it, it's, it, it really is horrifying. It's, you know, it's, yeah. Sorry, I had I had a, I had a thought, and then my brain just just fluffed. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I I would, man. It, it's such. It's very no. interesting. Go ahead. It 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 is because I found I finally got my thought back. It is yes. I don't know who said it, or I don't think I made it up, but it's just it, it's it's always been kind of the the old adage of well, you can prove anything with statistics. You know, statistics oh, just like can can show can show the whole GMO can co- can create can create cancer, but this by the same logic, you know, this little pad of paper I'm playing with can also lead to my death because because you know it could lead to a paper cut which can get infected and then this whole thing. And in reality, there's probably a more than fair chance that's not going to happen. But somebody hearing that statement is going to go. Well, that's that's very true. I need to get rid of all the paper in my house while everyone else is going. There's probably a more than fair chance you're going to get a paper cut, but that's that's just going to stop at that. It's going to heal. You're going to go back. No, no, no. I need to get rid of all the paper in my house. Get rid of all of it. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. I it's, I love I love my I love my my family very much, but I have a few people that that kind of subscribe to the more. It's yeah. So for people that are like, no, statistics are accurate. They so it's like okay. Um, the Obama administration, uh, as they were, uh, si- the amount of papers that they were signing, uh, there was an increase in cancer. Um, there was an increase in um, Alzheimer's. There was an increase in um, uh, kids with disabilities. There was an increase in, all right, now take that overlay. Okay, the equivalent. Uh, Trump administration, uh, Biden administration, um uh, I do not know my presidents. Lincoln, Lincoln, pre- uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. And it's like uh, the the statement correlation is not causation. Yes, it's no. Like yes, you can say that there's an increase in papers being signed daily, and there's an increase in um, Alzheimer's within old people. Yes, those are both increases. That does not mean one causes the other. 
I just I just had a thought remembering a uh, was it it was a sociology class I took in like the first semester of college and kind of talking about the whole correlation causation thing. Mm-hmm. He wrote a very interesting statement on the board because he was he was trying to he was trying to kind of get out of just, you know, this doesn't prove this vice versa, everything like yeah. that. He wrote down. What is it? Sale of ice cream and violent attacks. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was the whole, well, you know, as there is a rise in ice cream sales, there is also a noticeable rise in violent attacks. Are they related? No, they're only related in the stack of, you know. When do we buy more ice cream in the summer? When do we have more violent attacks in the summer? Yeah. You know? I, um, short little thing. And then if you have anything else, we'll uh, do that. Um, short little thing is that I, (laughs) I try my best to piss people off on Facebook because I hate Facebook, (laughs) but I refuse to piss one person off because like, sure, I can write a post and like get on one side. This is this is where being a centralist comes into play. I tried mm-hmm. my best to anger everybody at the exact same time. And when I can do that, it is incredibly satisfying. My equal opportunity offender. Y- it, there we go. That's what I need to rename my bio. Um, and it like if I can find little things to anger every it's so satisfying. I, I did um I did a graphic where it's like it touched on like all the heavy debates. It was like um, uh, abortion, uh, weed laws, uh, taxes, health care, uh, like not making a statement. They were all equal. They were all purple. They were all in the line. So to like I, I try to eliminate every single possibility of somebody thinking I am on, on one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, none of these are the problem. Misinformation is. Yes. And in that aspect, you can't disagree with me because technically it's right, but also technically it's also not right. And so um, it like if I can find little things like that, and I think you gave me an idea, I'm going to do a correlation causation thing now where I'm, I'm going to do like increase of bunny rabbit population, uh, increase of and like completely absurd things. And I'm going to combine them. I'm going to thank you. Thank you. You've given me ammunition to throw into the fire. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, yeah, it, it's so interesting. Uh, but if you like this episode, uh, Mike, uh, do you what do you what do you got? What do you got going on? Well, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I uh I run a podcast. Uh, we're about on episode three now. It is called Grab a Tea. It's we try to me and a guest try to work on a subject and just kind of break down the importance of it and just kind of just have a great time chatting about it. Because at the same time, I also wanted to feel like a cafe chat between two friends. Hmm. And so- and people and people can check that out. It's it's on Anchor. But it's also on Spotify and about a lot of places that uh, podcasts can be can be bought and sold. Yeah, um, very interesting. A link will be in the description. What was the name of it again? Grab a tea. Grab a tea. And it's like, it kind of sounds similar to what uh, what we have achieved here. Kind of to a certain extent. It's just sit down and talk, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. that. Not re- actually listening. Actually, uh, sorry, listening to your show has actually given me a little bit better idea of how I kind of want to run my show too. So I, I very much thank you for that. Oh, that, in a positive or negative way? In a very positive way, because I'm, 
I'm still very new to the podcast world and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out how I want the podcast to run, working on the mm-hmm. flow and listening to an episode. It kind of helped me figure out just how I want the flow to be and kind of how a little, little bit more about, you know, what I want the interaction between my, me and my guests. So it's, it's a very positive thing. Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to quickly rip, rip me at me and my show off, uh, just go ahead and just Google 205 philosophical questions and you got it. That's it. That's all I little work little, but there you go. Enjoy. All right. Bam. I, by association, I claim all of his, his success. I've modified it from the get go. Um, I, I would like to make the statement very public. Um, if he becomes rich, I'm, uh, that's actually a subreddit of like association by fame. And all the subreddit is, is people that like, yeah, well, my friend's friend's dog's daughter is, um, friends with like Cleopatra. And like, there's an entire community based around that. I think, I think Weird Al called that a lame claim to fame. There's a, there's a fantastic yeah, he, song about it. Yeah. He made, yeah. I, I actually heard that recently. It was, it was really interesting. Anyway, so that was Mike. I'm Jonathan. This is Internet's Breath. If you would like to submit a question to Mike, we might even bring him on for uh, season two, perhaps. Maybe. Ooh, foreshadowing. Who knows? So, ooh. ooh. That's Mike. He has a podcast. It will be in the description. Have a good day. Keep on thinking.